for the love, for the love of sweet, sweet baby Jesus. Um, what am I doing on this planet? You know, today I'm not I'm trying. I'm trying not to say so much reckless stuff. It's just on my brain. Um, first of all, <laughs> the fuck? What was I doing? I think I said this before, but what was I doing singing when I should have just been talking in a regular tone? Um, I don't want to be no goddamn singer, but I'll be somebody's backup singer uh, <laughs> for the right price. Um, yeah, welcome. Welcome, people. This is a PC podcast, VOG podcast. Um, the, 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 possibly, possibly the dumbest, most informative podcast on the market right now. And um, title, title better sign me before I die. Um, title or, um, shit, man, I had this. In my head, I'm trying to think who it was. Title Rock Nation, it's the same thing. Um, I don't even know. It was some other entity. I'll probably remember it before the end of the show. And um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway, hello world. How are you doing? Hope everything is all right with you. I hope all is well on your end. And um, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on in the world um, in terms of what, what, what? is happening just you know in terms of everything in terms of the global from the global view think global not local and um <clears throat> the g20 summit just concluded oh god for the love of jesus why why is this gangster's daughter trying to talk politics with world leaders and they're just they're just herbs in her they're just like who who invited this bitch <laughs> Oh God, yo, it was a sweet, sweet sight, but good God, who, why, why do I live in these times that I, I currently live in? It's uh, it's just some really, really different stuff going on. Um, yo, I'm not, yeah, listen, I'm not gonna bash the ladies tonight. I'm not gonna go um, extra ham or anything like that. But uh, oh, hold, yo, before all right, I just made that disclaimer, but let me. Before I, before I say what I'm about to say, this is just for social media amusement. I I don't I don't usually banter or go back and forth with people, but sometimes I feel compelled to um to kind of you know I just feel like the need to straighten some shit out or put another perspective to certain things that I, I see and uh, read on uh social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I've learned not to tell. Uh, sitting presidents to go for them and them family to go like OD on fentanyl. I can't do that because then I wind up in Twitter jail. Uh, I can't post my pics because Instagram takes them down. And uh, it's <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Um, So this, some, some woman on a, on a I'm not, Facebook. I'm, I wasn't going to tell you the platform, but my my Facebook fuckery is is just ridiculous sometimes. Um, she said something like, um, hey, "A weak men have a problem providing for their women," and I'm like, "Okay, hold on, let's just slow this shit down real quick, because you know, let's let's slow this down." And I'm like, "All right, let me just ask a question. Like, why, why?" Like if we pay for everything, like what, what, what do y'all do? And they're like, oh, or some just some just some extra shit. They said you know, our responsibilities are home raising the kids and so just some other left field 
stuff. So, you know, I went back and forth with it for a little while. I'm trying to shorten the story for y'all because I don't want to put y'all through every back and forth comment. Um, <laughs> my view is, like, listen, all right, when, I, when title signs me, will I be like a full-time provider? No, my... <laughs> Any woman I'm with will still have to have a job. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. Even if I'm paying for everything, you still got to have a job. Like You can't just stay home and do nothing. Like, I, don't, I don't want no more kids. My little man's almost grown, so it's not an excuse at all. Um, but, yeah, nonetheless, you know, I go back and forth with her and her female counterparts. And, then, you know, they call me weak and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. And then um, <laughs> for the love of sweet baby Jesus, I can't understand why she decided to do like a live video of herself and then I I, <laughs> I love everybody I don't judge people um <laughs> I want to say looks mean nothing but I'd be lying man you know <laughs> when you meet somebody you don't judge them off their personality off of first seeing them you're judging them by their looks so let's all get rid of that fallacy let's throw that out the window and just be realistic people in general right now um and then, and then I saw what she looked like, and I was like, "Oh God!" I'm like, "Why?" In my head, then I was like, "Yo, why am I? I'm really going back and forth with this, like this, like <laughs> I can't." Okay, um, to shorten it up a little bit, you know. And then I went back on the post, and then I was like, "Yo, sweet." <laughs> I didn't, this is not verbatim, but for the love of sweet baby Jesus, I'm like, you want a man to provide for you and take care of your dental work? Like, that's going to be a lot of shit. And then, and then, and then she blocked me or some, some other shit. All I know is I was no longer allowed to comment on the post after that comment. And um, it was just, it was just weird to me. Cause I'm just like, yo, why? Like, I understand. I call me weak and all this other stuff. But then the men, the minute I, I make it, a little bit, like, you know, about you, like, really about you, then I'm wrong. And, you know, and I say, you know, I was like, I don't know you. You could be mad cool, I think. There's something along those lines. But then I'm thinking about the shit afterwards. I'm like, yo, my, my fuckery, like, has to stop. Like, I'm a professional now. I can't be, this is going to resurface when I make it. And, um... <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, I gotta stop. I just gotta stop going back and forth with people that I don't know what they look like. Because then, yeah, I'm not judging anybody. But you know, sometimes, sometimes this is a waste of time, people. That's, that's the end of that story. Um, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, the G20 summit just ended. Uh, here's the, oh, let me touch on this first. Um, let me get the, let me get the small. Yeah, we're gonna call it, uh, I don't want to call it, I don't want to call it nigger shit because everybody watches the NBA. But uh, yeah, Ky Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant on the Brooklyn Nets now. Um, uh, New York Knicks, they got uh, Julius Randell, uh, Taj Gibson, and Bobby Portis. I, frankly, I don't, I don't care. Like I don't, I don't really care about this. That's why I'm reading it with such like a lackluster performance. Is because I'm like I don't, I don't care. But you, you niggas care, man. Just uh, listen. That's the only thing I cared about, and this was the bottom line of the whole thing for me. It's like I, right, the NBA's 30 teams combined have handed out over three billion dollars worth of contracts. That's the first day of free agency. So three billion dollars 
<laughs> see, see, I could watch sports. I mean, it makes sense. Yes, I watched the NBA Finals. So what? And the playoffs. I don't care. You can judge me. Tell me I'm a hypocrite. I don't. I didn't watch any other games for the whole season. The only reason I watched is because LeBron wasn't in it. And um, now that they now have a super team, or they, if they get Kawhi, it's going to be a super team in LA. Um, will I watch? No, I'm not watching. Fucking 82 games. Or oh, how many games they play? I, I can't. Um, and uh. Yeah, I can't watch it. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but thirty three billion dollars to keep you entertained. Why? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, listen, there's a reason. Uh, it'll be too late when you realize what the reason is. But you know, not saying I know the reason. But um, <laughs> there's a reason they're paying uh, people a sum of three billion dollars to put a ball in a hoop. For your entertainment purposes, while I um, while they poison everything and <laughs> they try to kill you, I, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I'm not. I can't sugarcoat it. That's just what's happening. Is uh, yeah, they're trying. They're trying to kill everybody. Um, yeah. While all that was happening, let's not let's not forget uh, Hong Kong and Sudan. Even though, even though I told you that they got brutalized for protesting and stuff like that. Um. They still, they still at it. I don't know if France is still at it. I, I should be doing a better job of keeping up to see if the Yellow Vest protest is still going on. But, um, <laughs> yo, I, I mean, it's still going down in Hong Kong and Sudan. Actually, today, um, protesters in Hong Kong, they, still, they stormed the government building, which is today was the 22nd anniversary of uh, Britain giving them back their sovereignty. <laughs> Somebody, somebody told me I shouldn't say um, use profane language when it comes to England. But uh, <laughs> why, why did England have to give Hong Kong back their sovereignty? It's just history, people. Like I'm not, like I'm saying this because I don't like, you know, Britain or England personally. I don't like their history, and it, <laughs> does does their history? Make them uh, uh, a messed up place. You judge that for yourself, man. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, but you listen. The people in Hong Kong, uh, the police didn't abuse them today. They just let them go. They just let them destroy the government building. And they um, they said, yeah, yeah. You know, I think they. I don't know if they're getting tired of it or just just like you know. Let's let them protest themselves out. And um, once it's all over, they realize they got to pay for all that stuff that they just basically smashed with their own tax dollars. And then, and then reality will set in, and will all make sense to them. And um, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus, if you haven't seen footage of this, you need to you need to go on a actually Vice News has a yeah, that's what it was. Title of Vice. Those are the two places I wanted to go. I'm sorry. Um, let me get back to the story. Uh, Vice. On Vice News uh, of the Hong Kong protests, man. <laughs> Yo, man, the police just throwing tear gas at people. People pouring water in their eyes. And then, <laughs> and then while I'm telling you this, I'm just thinking to myself, like, Yo, I'm tired of, I'm just as tired of seeing that as I'm seeing people <laughs> trapped on their roofs. 
during uh, floods and stuff. Like, I'm tired of seeing people getting pepper sprayed and having to wash their eyes out and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm tired. But people in Hong Kong, like, the government got a point or they got a message from it being um, they just let them go. Like I said, I guess they're just letting them protest themselves out. I don't know if that's what took place in uh, France with the Yellow Vest protest. But I'm going to try and do some research on that tonight and um, try to try to figure out if that thing is still going on as well. Um, they got they would be in like week 30 or 32. But, uh, if, but if you know like I know, there's a heat wave that's uh, sweeping across Europe for some reason. And um, it's, it's way too hot out there for them to do anything. Europe and India, actually. It's been like, it's like it's 33 degrees Celsius. And in my head, I'm like, what? how hot is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it got to be up there if uh, if um, if there are people dying off the shit. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. We have a different system here in America. Part, part of my ignorance to my uh, to my international listeners, even though it's only like a couple of percents in total, probably like maybe six or seven percent is international. It, it still counts. So <laughs> blow me. I um yeah, actually the Vice documentary that I watched on um the Hong Kong protest, uh, a policeman, <laughs> a policeman. In Hong Kong, yeah, he was out there one day and throwing tear gas at people and shooting people with rubber bullets and stuff. And uh, he knew his daughter was out there and he knew his daughter was going. So he, he said he didn't go to work that day. He was like, he couldn't because he knew his daughter was out there and he wouldn't like he wouldn't feel right um, throwing tear bombs and possibly shooting his daughter with rubber bullets. You know, if, if, in my eyes... Protesting would work if um, police here would be uh, willing to do that. But uh, <laughs> he's ain't missing no paycheck for um, for no. <laughs> when they have a chance to beat people and uh, shoot them with tear gas, American police, <laughs> they are with the shits. Let me just tell y'all, man. Like, that's why they always ready to show up in riot, riot gear and um, swing at niggas with batons and all that other wild stuff. Because, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, listen, if you live outside of this country, be thankful that your your police are somewhat nice. Unless you live in like, uh, I don't want to classify South America as a place with corrupt police. But uh, listen, a lot of the islands got corrupt police. Dior, Jamaica, all that, Haiti. Uh, everywhere has corrupt police. So let's not, let's not shit on South America with that one. Um, but yeah, yeah. Only thing is, once these police resist, uh, then it's going to be the military or some UN force that they bring in, and then that'll be the end of that. But uh, salute to <laughs> salute to Hong Kong, man, for uh, just going in in general. And um, people in Sudan, though, they just they're still they're still getting brutalized. Let's not get that fucked up, man. People are being beaten, and uh, it, oh, God, man, it's just crazy. This is why I tell y'all, man, the state of the world is um, a lot <laughs> a lot more fucked up than you would care to realize. And um, you just have to, you got to live with the shit. 
I'm going to watch some more Vice News after I do this podcast episode right now, to be honest with you, um, just to catch up on the news and catch up on some other stuff. But I am going to also um, catch up on my drunk uncle show. Salute out. Yo, I'm not, I don't even want to mention his name. But, um, yeah, my drunk uncle, man, he uh, he mentioned me on Twitter, and I'm gassed by that. You know, I, I got to not turn myself into somebody who gets gassed off Twitter shit. Um, oh, oh, let's <laughs> Let's talk about this this one real quick. Um, in China, uh, I gave you people uh, the social credit score story, and I told I told you it's coming here, whether you whether you like it or not. That microchip, you're gonna have to get it. You're gonna have a social credit score, and and um, that's just what it is. You, you have to understand that. Um, but in the same light, <laughs> this has been going on for a while. And um, it gets no mentions, and uh, you'll you'll see it here and there in newspaper clips and stuff like that, um, but not on a really big level. And um, the thing that's going on over there is uh, but it's, it's happening to Christians too. Let's not, let's not get this fucked up. But this documentary I watch or news piece from Vice News that I watched on uh, what's happening to the Uyghur Muslims. Over there in uh, China, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I'm trying. I'm just gonna show it for y'all. They're pretty much taking uh, young Muslim Uyghurs. That's what they call them. Uyghurs. Uyghurs or Uyghurs. I'm not sure of the pronunciation. Um, they're basically taking these young men, and uh, they are. <laughs> it, they're deprogramming them, or what you want to call it, from their religion. And um, they're doing it to Christians as well. So it's not just the Muslims who are getting this treatment in terms of um, basically having to lose their religion and fit into Chinese culture in general. It's, uh, you know, I'm, and I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. And I'll explain why. It's because I'm not heavy into religion, but I am I am a strong believer, or I'm learning to be a strong believer of it. Like, yeah, just let people live they, what they want to live. Like, don't question what they do. Just let them live how they want to live, and just let them be happy. Because you can't, you can't, you can't change anybody's mind, no matter how hard you try or what you tell them. Um, if they believe it, fuck it, let them believe it if, if that's what they want to do. And, you you know, it is what it is, man. You can't you can't make people go against what they believe. Um, So I'm conflicted in that light where I'm like, you know, yes, I believe organized religion is a little bit horrible and does it brainwash people a little bit. I do believe so. Do I believe... Um, a country should be able to take you and be like, yo, no, nah. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You, you can't do that here. We're gonna, we're gonna make you acclimate to our culture and our society, and um, you don't have a choice, or else you're just gonna be in the camp. And here's the more, um, here's the crazier part of the whole thing, is that. In the meantime, they they take these people's kids 
and they enroll them in what they call kindergartens. And um, goddamn, I just had a crazy thought. Um, they take them into kindergartens, and they pretty much <laughs> they pretty much start raising them as people who are just Chinese. There's no religion. There's nothing. It's they're just Chinese, and they're just basically proud to be in China, and they will be proud of China. And <laughs> I'm conflicted, man. Like, I, is it good to deprogram them from religion? Yes. Is it good to just make them? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a word. This just make them one thing and just be from that country, and then that's it. Is that good? No, no. But it, that's the way China is culture-wise. It's like that in Japan. I, I've seen documentaries of people who just stay in their apartment because they don't fit into culture or society in these places, and it's uh. <laughs> Yeah, I was conflicted because I was like, damn, you know, they, they taking people's kids and they just take them and they, they keep them and raise them pretty much. And they, you know, some of the things I heard, like the, the things they have to recite that they make these kids recite, it's basically Chinese nationalism and that's it. And there was, uh, <laughs> it's just like, damn, you know, like they just, it's messed up when they taking people's kids. That's the part that I that I wasn't conflicted on because I was like, damn, you know, like they they just take your kids and um <laughs> and then your kid is basically just Chinese. I'm not listen, there's nothing wrong with being Chinese. Let me make that disclaimer right now so nobody tries to come from my head just for me saying this. Um but it was it was crazy just watching it and just just accepting the fact that they were, they were taking people's kids. I was just like, man, uh, not to veer too far off. They are doing that here now in America with the uh, migrant detainees and stuff. And um, listen, man, as I said, this world is just getting crazier. And I, I become more conflicted as it goes along. But this, this, yo, here's the, cra the craziest part of the uh watching that news clip or or documentary or whatever it was, was um that the way the police are just on you in there. Like you gotta you gotta surrender like your retina scan, uh your passport. I think they record your voice, like there's cameras everywhere. Like yo, I told y'all, um that's a real surveillance state in real life China right now going on right now as you're listening to this. And um, <laughs> that's just what it is. Like, it's really Orwellian when you look at it and I think about it and I'm like, good God. Like, all those cameras, that's how they monitor your social credit score. And, uh, yo, these police don't play, man. Like, those police out there is is, is different, man. I want to go to China, but <laughs> no, I'm still going, even though, even though that documentary like shook me up a little bit but i was like good god yo like, like they all on you you can't record nothing don't be taking no crazy pictures it's it's uh it just seemed crazy from what i saw and um 
Good God. Sweet baby Jesus. I don't know what this world is coming to, to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> the thing is called they take them at night or they take us at night. And um, police just rounding people up, taking them and putting them in these uh, education centers or retraining camps. And I mean, <laughs> is it good to get the religion out of them? I'm conflicted. I mean, I can't be somebody who says, let them believe what they want to believe and then say, like, nah, yeah, yeah I'm cool with that. Um, just to taking people's kids apart, though. I'm like, good God. Sweet baby Jesus. Is this what, this what the world is coming to? And then I realize I'm just conflicted. And, um, man, it, it just, it was crazy. Um, oh, yeah, another thing. Uh, another thing I was conflicted about is, um, and I wasn't the only one conflicted about it, and that that's what made me feel good. Uh, before I get into some some real nigga shit, um, uh, what you call it? There was a clip in one of these segments I was watching about how uh, Trump's uh, trade war and the farmer bailouts are actually benefiting poor people because the stuff that they have to buy from the farmers is going to like food pantries and stuff. So, and even somebody in the documentary questioned like. I don't know if he's doing this on purpose or would it be one of those things that he kind of is not cool with the fact that it's going to people who he insults on a regular basis. And it was, uh, I told you I'm conflicted on that guy. I, I just, uh, no, I, in my head, I'm like, is it because I admire his gangster? No, because he's like, his gangster seems dumb on a world stage, I so I think it's his straightforwardness a little bit that I, I get conflicted with him about because like he he says a lot of dumb shit, but I mean he's just being himself and he's real with it, and I guess that's the part I respect. But everything else is just it's just so much to not respect. I can't I can't keep saying I'm conflicted. Um, but yeah, he's he, I don't know if he's doing it on purpose, but yeah, some of that stuff that he buys from the farmers is actually going to food pantries. So it's actually helping poor and starving people. Um, as they said, would he condone it and sanction it? I don't know, but um, <laughs> it's happening. And that's, uh, that's all we need to know pretty much. Um, I don't, <laughs> other thing that everybody was talking about, man, was just uh, fucking Trump going to North Korea I was going to say some fouls on Twitter when uh, I heard it. And um, I didn't because I, I need my I need all my social media accounts in uh, the business venture I'm going into. So I have to um, have to be more professional. And I can't, I can't just be saying foul and reckless stuff um, on Twitter and uh, social media. Uh, I'm trying to think where I want to where I want to go. <laughs> Hold on. I did say. Um, I was gonna get into some 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 real nigga shit, but um, let me. I'm saving that for the last segment. Um, and let's 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 not skip over this story. Um, let's talk about uh, crypto, not the currency either. Um, it's a, it's 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 just fecal matter that's a parasite that um is now infecting. It can it can be transmitted via swimming pools, and I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm like, when I say they're trying to um, 
kill everybody. <laughs> and you people just think I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not crazy, man. Like, this is <laughs> it's just all kind of new diseases coming out. And um, that good God, man. Um, oh yeah, let me before I get into the real profane foul shit. Um, uh, <laughs> I told y'all the weather's crazy. Um, Mexico, south of the border, actually. Uh, they had a crazy hailstorm. That buried, buried a major city under five feet of ice, leaving dozens of dive, drivers trapped and damaging buildings. And this is Guadalajara, the, the capital of Jalisco State in western Mexico. And this happened yesterday, which was Sunday. And it's, it was June yesterday, but it's July today. Why? <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, why, why is Mexico buried in ice? Can, um, <laughs> I would ask, can we get to the bottom of this? But, um, there is no, there's no, <laughs> there's no bottom of this. You can't, there's no way anybody, listen, you can tell me, all right, global warming, I get it, cool. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me, but... <laughs> Why? And then this gets no. There's no. There's no big news explosion over this. There's no. There's not even a lot of news articles over it. It's barely news. And I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. I think that's my new motto, and I'm not sure it's because if it's because of the THC I consume, or it's just because life in general. I'm just like, yo, hold up, hold up. Let's. And I, I think this is my also my problem in life. Because I do this with people. I don't think I'm supposed to at times when I'm just like, hold on, hold on. Let's slow this shit down real quick. And let's just let's just analyze this a little bit. And let's just dissect this for what it needs to be. Because as I said, I've talked myself out of way, way more shit than I ever talked myself into. In terms of, you know, sexual relations with women. I've talked myself out of way more shit. Um... But yeah, why is Mexico buried in ice? Before I get into the thing of shit, I should have just continued with the segue. Um, but yeah, let's, this is also a lesson. Not, this is a lesson to my young boys um, segment as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, yo, this is going to sound like I'm dumping all ladies again, man. And I really don't want to do that. But uh, let's just say over the weekend, or over at some point, during the free time that I had for once over like the past month and a half, uh, I had the time to do some thinking and reflecting. And I just, <laughs> I'm not one to say, and listen, nothing came easy. I'll just say that. Let me just make that disclaimer very, very easy. Nothing came easy. All right. Um, so when I reflect back to all of the, um, <laughs> the dumb things I have done on the quest for, uh, for sex, for, for for some vagina, for the box I came out of that we spend our whole lives trying to get back into. Um, I think about some of the adventures I've been on, and I'm just like, yo, why, why did I do that? Like, that's that's OD, and that's wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, hey, <laughs> I'll just get into one story. Um, 
And my homies still talk about me for this shit till this day, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> one time we were we were in Albany, New York. Um, <laughs> salute the cool kid. Salute to the homie. That's always going to be one of the big homies, man. Um, we were upstate. I, I think it was him, maybe him and the homie Preem type DJing a party. I, I don't I don't remember what, what the mission was that night, how we wound up in Albany. It was for a party of some sort. Um <laughs> yeah, we go to this party. I'm, I'm going to tell the whole story because this is a wild story now that I'm reflecting on it. Um, well, we got, this is one of the stories where I also think back. I'm like, yo, who the fuck, who the fuck did we think we were? Um, so, uh, if you hear fireworks going on in the background, I need to get a studio, man. Um, so we, so we're in Albany, we're in this club, uh, I was broke at the time. I remember this vividly, man, because my homie was buying me drinks. Slew, we um, drinking OJ and uh, Bacardi O and OJ. This shit was like four dollars a pop up there, b. Um, <laughs> let me summarize the story. First off, uh, some girl I don't know. She decided to dance with somebody, and we was just young and wild, uh, and we we had bottles for some reason. Don't ask us why. Um, so we decided, like, to start just pouring champagne on <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I poured any champagne on her. I'm throwing all my other niggas under the bus. I'm not saying no names, so. Um And then um, <laughs> I think she called, like, club security on us. And, uh, like, so I, all I remember is, like, club security pulled, was pulled one of my mans out the club. And then we all followed him. We all proceeded to follow him. And, um... We just to make sure, you know, security didn't get crazy with all mans or whatever. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not yo, listen, I'm not a tough guy, I've never been a tough guy. All my homies look like football players. I don't know. It's just the older bros, man. Um So <laughs> while she's out there arguing, like just yelling at us and uh yelling at my mans and the bouncing the security and all this other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not telling no names. But one of my mans proceeds to spit on Shorty. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the events that took place. Yo. I'm just laughing because I'm reminiscing. Oh, like, yo, who did we think we were? Like, who, who, who did we think we were? Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, my man spits on Shorty. And uh, <laughs> then we go back in the club and we proceed to party because the bouncers wasn't throwing none of us out. Uh <laughs> For some reason, and no parts in this. They probably they were probably more scared of my big homies than any like anything to do with me. I probably didn't even say anything. I was probably just there as a witness. And um, yeah, but they didn't throw anybody out. We just continued to party or whatever. Um, and then, <laughs> good God, I better not never have a daughter. He was savage. Um, and then um, man, for some reason I don't know. We wound up at Denny's, and we was you know. I don't know why we were at Denny's. I guess that was the let out spot after the club or whatever. Um, and for some reason back in the day, hey, I'm just going to give the moniker out that I gave, you know, for that night. I think it, I was like, yeah, I had two monikers I used to run with crazy. Um, but I was like, I, I think, mind you, I only talked to this girl because for some reason, um, for some reason, she was outside Denny's. She was yelling at uh, yelling at someone, and uh, 
Yelling, she was yelling and cursing at someone. And for some reason, she just decided to pull her titties out. And, it, you know, that caught me off guard. And I was just like, oh, it's like, who is she? I need to talk to her. Like, I. <laughs> oh, you know, one of my homegirls told me I was ratchet because of the show. She didn't know I was this ratchet. This is a ratchet story. So just, <laughs> just bear with me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I told her my name was Jason. <laughs> She told me her name was China, which I didn't know wasn't real. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah, for some reason I talked to her for a brief moment, and then I I just kind of left away. And uh, <laughs> somehow she winds up back at the truck, asking my homies like, "Yo, where's Jason?" And uh, they were like, "Yo, who who the fuck is Jason?" And then she described me, and then one of the homies was like, "Derek." And then she was like, yeah, Jason, Derek, whatever his name is. She was probably drunk. Um, and then, uh, and then, long story short, I woke up. And then, um, but for some reason, I think they either they either followed us or yeah, they, I think they followed us back to the hotel. And uh, they saw how many of us there were. And they were like, no, we're not going in there. And then, uh, for some reason, my young, reckless self, I got in the call with them. And I, I just... Uh, I went back to their apartment in the in the in the slums of Albany. And when I say slums, oh sweet baby Jesus, oh it was the like oh God, I, I can't even describe this apartment if I wanted to. But it was it was baby furniture everywhere. Like, oh God, I, I'm, I'm disgusted with myself in, in rethinking the whole thing. And um, <laughs> yeah, even though it was the slums, yeah, you know, <laughs> I proceeds, you know, to. I proceeded to have sex with this woman named China. Ooh, I later found out later in the night who was, or, or later on after, she was, she was a stripper who got fired. I don't know if I ever told the story before, but she, she was a stripper who got fired. Um, yes, I had sex with a stripper who got fired. I, I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how strippers get fired, but she got fired. Um, so after, after I smashed and then I realized I'm in the slums. I'm like, I, I come to my senses, and I'm like, I have to get get the fuck out of here and somehow get back to the hotel, which I don't even know the name of the hotel, and I don't even know the address because I'm faded and I'm, I'm, cause I'm young and I'm dumb. Um, so I, I proceed to tell... I proceeds to tell China that um I have to I have to go to the store to get more rubbers and I, I'll be back. Uh, yeah, I never I never saw that girl again in my life. Um, <laughs> so I hops in a cab and uh I, I hop in a cab and uh, yeah I don't pay I don't pay for the cab because as I mentioned in the early in the story I was broke so I was like I, I told him you know tell when we got to the hotel I was like yeah hold up I'll be right back I right? and then. I just went inside the hotel and dipped off. <laughs> yeah, I camped out in the stairwell, one of the stairwells for a couple of minutes, and then um, <laughs> and then uh, and then my homies was I don't know what the fuck they was doing in the room, but ew, <laughs> long story short, I couldn't get in the room. I wound up sleeping in the hallway. Fucking housekeeping woke me up. Uh, it, it was just a crazy, crazy night. It, one of my homies' shoes got thrown to the wind through the window because he was just fighting over the bed. Good God, man! It was just, it's just savagery in Albany. And um, <laughs> I smashed some stripper chick named China who got fired on a mattress on the floor. They had no sheets on it. If my, 
if my memory serves me correctly. Yo, this story wasn't supposed to go this way. This segment was not supposed to go this way. It really wasn't, man. I don't know how it turned into the Ratchet Albany story, but um, good God. But I didn't have any sheets on it. I, the lesson to the young boys is know your worth, man. Don't you ever, ever in your life <laughs> have sex with a woman who don't have a a, a mattress frame or, or something and who don't have sheets on her bed. Don't know your worth, all right? You're worth, you're worth, you're worth more than some stripper who got fired and who don't have sheets on the mattress. Sweet baby Jesus, this show was so educated until the ratchet story. Uh, I was informing y'all of stuff, and then, and then came the ratchet story. And uh, that's how the show goes, people. Well, welcome to VLG Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for tonight, man. Like I'm, I'm done. Uh, I've said enough. Said, I said, I think I've said way too much. Mind you, the story, as I made the disclaimer through all the episodes, all of these stories are 10, 15 years old, all right? Because all y'all know I could be married, all right? So that's the disclaimers that I have to give for uh, <laughs> for the Ratchet Albany story. Good God, China. I hope you're doing better in life now. Um, <laughs> and more than anything, I hope... I hope either you or whoever's apartment that was got a bed frame and got some sheets. <laughs> so niggas don't have to smash you on the floor. Sweet baby Jesus, man. <laughs> know your worth, young boys. Know your worth. That's it, man. That's the end of the show, man. PC Podcast, the VOG Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with my fuckery. And um, I'm the only person in the world that will tell you Savage Albany story. And then tell you if you need if you need to buy a house or rent a house or rent some rent an apartment or anything like that, holla at your boy, cause I'm not as ratchet as I used to be. And I'm trying to be a professional now. So you know don't never never mind the Albany story, just um <laughs> just if you need to buy a house, holla at me, man. That's it for the show. I appreciate y'all all, man. Derek H. Flint, VLG Podcast. One.